Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That Episode. I'm Trev. And I'm Victoria. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 1 of Sex in the City, titled Take Me Out to the Ball Game, which aired on June 6th, 1999. Now this is one of your favorites. This is my second favorite, and I'll tell you a little bit about why I chose it. To the, like, to the first glance, you might not be like, oh, this makes complete sense as a favorite episode, because it's kind of like just flies under the radar, I feel like. Yeah. But to like somebody who's like a deep fan, like myself, yeah, like, or like you. To me, when I saw this on the list, I was like, oh, I would have picked that too. Yeah. I was glad that it was on the list, because was, it was one of those like sixth or seventh position for me. Yeah. I think to the normal viewer, this episode flies under the radar and might not really stand out. To me, it stands out because there's so many iconic quotes that I still say to this day. Like, I, I lit- my entire notes is literally just a list of quotes that I love. Famously, a part of our intro... Is from this episode. Yeah. Samantha saying, Or is it the outro? Laugh. It's one of them. But this is yeah. from this episode because yeah. it's like, it's such a good moment. It's such a good moment. The... the the funny moments of this episode are hilarious. Funny. like Laugh out loud. Samantha watching the locker room door close. <laughs> um, her holding up the little um, piece of hot dog and asking if she would have, if Carrie would have sex with <laughs> The cup runneth over. The cup runneth over. Um, fucking. Here, there we were with our ball players when they're at the Dolce & Gabbana party. There are just so I... many iconic quotes in this. How are the most beautiful women in Manhattan? If we see them, we'll ask. No. Just I in- also just like, I love this episode because they're they're together as a group so much in this episode. Yes, exactly. Their and vibes they, are their vibes are a hundred percent across. They the board. feel like real friends. Like when they're yeah. all hanging out outside the locker room, mm-hmm. it feels very genuine. And when they're out to lunch and Miranda's being a bitch, it feels very genuine. Yes. Like, like Carrie's laugh in the epi- in the when they're in the locker room scenes. She's a little drunk. She's a little drunk. Her laugh seems so authentic. I agree. It's just such a it's there's so much fun to watch. The, this episode felt very real. You get a good yeah. sense of their friendship and who they are as people, I feel like. Um, more than other episodes. It's just great characterization, great depiction of their relationship, really great emotions throughout. Like Yeah. Uh, again, I think that it's a roller coaster. Yeah, I think Miranda's emotions are very realistic. Um, she, Carrie's emotions when she sees Big are realistic. Um, it just all feels very real. And I think there's in. also rare, like a, a rare thing we get in this episode is good advice from Carrie. Yes. Which is not something we always get. Where I'm like, oh yeah, that's something that I I, sh- I would like. I think people should pull into their own life. But we'll talk about that. That's at the end of the episode. Yes, definitely. Um, all right, so just to start, um, Carrie... Oh, also, one more thing. Oh, go ahead. What's more iconic New York than the fucking Yankees? Right? And that's another reason, right? Like, it this just episode feels is so like New York. New York. They go to a Dolce Gabbana party. They go to a they dive to, bar. They they're in the cab. They, they go, go out, to the Bronx. They go to like, brunch. They go to the Yankees game. Like, it, it just it is very feels, New York. It feels so lived in. Wait, and also bumping into your ex in multiple places it, in the city. Yes. Um, totally. Sometimes you look like shit. Sometimes you look sexy. Sometimes you do both at the same time, which is a great segue into the beginning. Having of the a episode. spot with your friends, like a consistent. This is the place we always go. Right. And them just knowing it. Fe- it's a very good New York episode, or just like, ta- like the place where you live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm sure you feel like that about Seattle. I do, and I also feel that way about New York. Like there's just yeah, when you, same. It's like. It can't be explained unless you've lived there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a good classic New York episode. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah, so we start on Carrie looking like shit, but somehow sexy at the same time. The, I was like, she looks so good here. I, I feel like I understand why she feels, why she says she feels like shit or looks like shit. Yeah. Because sometimes when you f- feel like shit, you, you assume that you look like shit. Totally. I mean, she does look a little raggedy. She has bags in her eyes, smoking the cigarette, but also like the fur coat and like 
She, the fur her coat hair. with jeans. She looks good. Like uh, jeans, t-shirt, heels, and a fur coat is so chic. I agree. Uh, but I understand why she feels that yeah. way. Yeah. So she's talking about how like she thinks she sees big in the crowd and she freaks out, but it's not actually him. And then she says, after a breakup, certain streets become off limits. And it just reminded me of Cornelia Street. <laughs> no, fully. <laughs> That's how it felt. It did. And but yeah, again, it's just like, this is how breakups feel. It, it is. It's like you're dodging your ex around every corner. You're like scared to see them in public, especially when you don't look good or like. Yeah. Like, and you're like overcompensating for when you do see them. Yeah. I understand exactly what she's going through in this moment. Me too. And then, so the girls are hanging out, and Miranda and Charlotte go and pick up Carrie, and they're like, "We're taking you out of here. Like, we're getting you out of this apartment. We're it's like, like we're rescuing calls you." Her and Frank. Yeah, it's a little. That was a little inappropriate as a joke. It was but so funny though. Yeah, it was. But Miranda, like, what? Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. She Miranda looks good here. Okay. I think she, I think compared to the rest of the episode, I'll allow it. The yeah, de- like compared the leather to the rest jacket, of it, yes. yes, with the red underneath, like she looks like put together. Yeah, no, no, this is good for Miranda, but just in the grand scheme of life, brutal. Yeah. How do you feel about the breakup math? Okay, this that line. Because this is very classic. She says it takes half ideas. the total time you went out with someone to get over them. It, I think it changed people's life when she said that. I think so too because like people still go by this. People literally go by that and say that all the time. And a lot of people don't know that it's actually from this show. It's like really iconic but I, I, I don't know if I uh, subscribe to the breakup math but I don't disbelieve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never like quantified it myself in my experiences. I, oh gosh, it's so difficult to remember now because I haven't been through a breakup in a while, but I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. I don't think it is. Because I've had, I have had some very long relationships and I move on from almost all of them very quickly. Yeah, I also think the context of the relationship means a lot, like means more. Like I don't mourn it forever. Like Charlotte saying that it took her a week to get over that guy. I would have been over that in two hours. Yeah, I think... I've definitely had relationships or, like, seeing someone, like, for a short amount of time be harder to get over than people that I've dated for long periods Actually, of that's time. true, too. That's true, too. So I but think it depends it just, how bad you want the person. It's so yeah, dependent. Like I, I think don't there's no exact that. science, but yeah. I do think that's good to have a baseline. Yeah. Like, you, you know, should like be over it have, if you're not by this An point. aspiration, you right. know? Especially right. in a time like that when you're just, like, fucked up. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, it is it is funny to have like the idea of breakup math. I agree. And it the, the line is just very iconic. Yeah. This is one of those lines that like is still quoted to this day. People remember it. Um People and, like live by it. Yeah. And they talk about they just kind of she gets dressed and she's like, "Fine, but I better not see big. <laughs> I better that's not be her, anywhere I'm able feels. to see him." That's all she's thinking about right now. And then even Miranda's like, you're a bit overdressed for a Yankee game. And Carrie's or for, like, you're a bit overdressed. And for she's where we're like, going. Well, for where we're going, yeah. But she's like, better to be overdressed or whatever. Yeah, she goes, um, I would rather be overdressed than risk looking the way I feel. Which it's such I, a again, Libra I, thing to say. And I understand where she's coming from. Like, I totally you almost do. need to overcompensate and be like, no, I need to, I need to look so hot to cover how shit I feel. Yep. And I think also just the fact that she's okay with being overdressed is very Libra of her. Although I yeah. will say I'm the kind of person who, if somebody tells me that I'm overdressed, um, makes do you think me, about it? I do think about it a lot. I've like, never been overdressed for anything in my life, so like I I like being overdressed. Like I like arriving somewhere and noting it to myself. Like hmm, there's a person over there in hoodie and jeans, and the website clearly said to dress to the nines. Yeah, I, I'm I the person the in a hoodie and jeans. Places. I look up the dress code for places. And if it says to dress to the nines, I dress to the fucking nines. <laughs> and sometimes I dress to the nines even if they don't tell me to. That's true. There's other times, though, where I'm I'm like, for example, Bernie and I will be getting ready. And I see her outfit and I'm like, oh, wait. Like, are we not dressing? Like, yeah, did I miss the memo? Right. And but I think, yeah, I don't know. I think whatever you want to do. 
I think Carrie. I it should would, be it that wouldn't, way. It wouldn't make sense for Carrie not to dress up like this. I, I think I should be th- more like that, but I yeah. think about it a lot more than I probably should. Like I, because I'm, I'm the opposite, where I'm always like, I'm never overdressed. I you don't never consider ni- yourself overdressed. No, I'm I'm never one. I know I'm never overdressed, and I don't consider myself overdressed. I don't own nice clothes. Okay. Like you know what I mean. Like I own clothes that are nice, like good quality, but I don't own like a lot of dress clothes. Okay. Like I'm very much like if I'm comfortable, that's what matters. That's definitely true. Like yeah, but I also like I feel like dress clothes should even feel comfortable too, though. Totally, but I just like I think I have like one nice shirt and one kind of nice pants. Do you find yourself consi- in a lot of occasions where dressing up is like necessary though? No, thank God. Okay. Well, because every time I am, I'm just so uncomfortable. Well, there you go. Like, but yeah, so I'm definitely like a. I've never thought if I, I've never wondered if I'm overdressed, and I've never been overdressed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very confident. <laughs> That's good. In saying that, it's good. It's good that you feel comfortable in your wardrobe, and you feel comfortable with what you wear, and secure in your body, and like. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just some guy. Sometimes when you get dressed up, it has, like, it's like a double-edged sword. Sometimes it makes me feel really happy and confident, and other times it makes me feel, like, more stressed out than I think I should over be, like, clothes. Yeah, I mean, and that's not even your fault. It's because it's just, like, everyone is evil. Yeah, I shouldn't be stressed out over clothes. But anyway. No. Okay, so. If that's one thing, one lesson we take from Sex in the City. Yes. Don't although, stress over clothes unless it's about how you're paying for them. Although I will say Carrie does not care about how she pays for her clothes very much. Like she barely no. talks about it. Other people tend to bring it up and then she's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. She's like, I just want to look nice. And she's right. Yes. Um, Her Gucci purse is stunning. So chic. She's so chic. She is. She's everything I want to be and more. I honestly, yeah, I get it. And then we have them picking up James, or picking up Morant, or God damn it, Samantha. Yeah, picking from up Samantha James's. from James's. And Ugh. they're like, they're like, just, get, why can't you get over big? They, they Wait, they're talking before they pick up Samantha, and they're like, why can't you just get over it? Like, oh, yes, Time yeah. to move on. And Miranda's like, you broke up with him, remember? And Carrie's like, yeah, 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 and that makes me, what, happy? Like the Which di- is reasonable. This dialogue in this episode is very snappy. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's very a lot, New York. It's, yes. It's, there's no uh, lull periods. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, again, Carrie's right. She is Just right. Just because you, you did the breaking up doesn't mean it's easier. Yeah. So the cab stops in front of Samantha's house, and Ugh. she kisses her boyfriend. And Charlotte's like, come on, you two lovebirds. <laughs> and he calls her my princess. Yeah, he calls her my princess. And she's like, aww. And then he's like, how are the most beautiful women in Manhattan? And Miranda goes, if we see them, we'll ask. <laughs> she is such, she is on one in this episode. She's such a bitch. Like, she's really being bitchy in this episode. For no reason. Right? Like, um, he's just being nice. Yeah, he's yeah. corny, but. He's a little corny, but it's still nice to be called beautiful. Uh, yeah. And Maybe then, she doesn't feel beautiful, and we see that a lot in this episode, honestly. That's true too. And then <laughs> they're ta- they're all talking about James and Samantha and how it's all going, and she's like, "Yep, me, James, and his tiny dick." And the fact is, like, he's standing right there, and she's like right making there. eye contact with him while she says it. <laughs> and she's not quiet. And also, it's like, girl, he's gonna read. He can like read your lips or something. Like, oh my god, I hate Sagittarius sometimes. They, they Sagittarian people do not give a fuck what people think. At least wait until you get down the block. Sagittarius people are the type of people to insult someone when they're standing behind them in line at the grocery store. Literally. Like I kind of love that energy, but it's also like I don't want to be around that. Me too, because when I'm around that, other people are like, I feel like judging me a little bit. Like, why are you friends yeah. with that person? <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, I feel this. I 100% feel that. Like, I don't want to, like, leave me out of it. But at the same time, I have a Sagittarius moon, and I have to say, like, it's kind of fun to not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> also, our favorite Sagittarius, Nicki Minaj. And our other one, Snooki. Yes, and Taylor Swift. Oh my god. I forgot she was a Sag. December 13th. Can I be honest about something? She doesn't feel like a Sagittarius. Exactly. But the, but she because she's so calculated. She's watery. I wonder what her moon is and what her Mercury is. 
those are the two most important as far as like a musician or public figure go because Mercury is how you speak and talk and she's a songwriter. Yeah. And then her moon is her emotions and she puts all of her emotions into her songs. Her moon is in cancer. Knew it. She's so watery. She's so fucking Do you want to guess what her Mercury is? Yes. Gemini. Capricorn. Oh, I was way off. Really? Capricorn? Well, actually, that makes sense because she's kind of guarded. She uses a lot of like metaphors and similes in her in her songs. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't come out she doesn't, and say it. No, it's all games. Yeah, but she's yeah, she's she she does not give uh, Sagittarius in the same way. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Tina Turner too. Wow. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Tina. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about the cab ride. Where they're talking about, so Samantha is talking about her boyfriend and how he has a small dick. Mm. And they arrive at Yankee Stadium and Carrie says it cost $55 to take, to get there for the cab ride. Bitch, take the subway. What the fuck I is wrong with you? I literally thought the same thing. It would literally, uh, like. $55, how, you would have paid $3.75 for a subway not ride. even. MTA. I feel like price has gone up since I last lived there. Well, yeah, but in 1999, $1.50. Oh, my God. I hate them. They're so stupid and bougie. Like, girl. A cab? Y'all are, like, piled into the backseat of that stuffy-ass cab. You could have just been on the fucking, like... $55. ...train and been fine. Bold. It's so silly. That's another one of the silly things watching this show back as an adult and, like, as someone who, like, has experienced New York... They had no interest in being normal people, though. They were, like, considered, like, the glitterati type. We don't see the subway until And Just Like That. Right. And who even takes it? Miranda? Miranda. Because she's going to school in Columbia from Brooklyn. That makes complete sense. Yeah. That it would be Miranda. But it's just, like, $55. But, I mean, the the seats they got probably were, like, $5. Nosebleeds. Yeah. My Um, parents used to go get tickets like that, like, at the drop of a dime. It'd be $10 for two tickets. I love that. The same time. They dropped me off at my aunt's and they're like, yeah, we're going to a Yankee game. That's fun. Yeah. Ah, man. The the good old days of New York. Truly. I would kill for a hot dog. Okay. I knew you were going to bring that up. What is with all the hot dog talk in the past few episodes? I don't know, but it just looks like they look so good. Like a beer and a hot dog at a baseball game is There's nothing better. There's nothing better. Nothing better. And um, then we get a funny Giuliani call out. We get a funny Giuliani call out. I we got a very iconic another line that changed people's lives. I was a fan of anywhere you could smoke and drink at two in the afternoon without judgment. The most she's so real for that. One of the most screenshotted scenes in the entire show. Put that on a fucking plaque. And Miranda in the sunglasses eating her hot dog is another one of the most screen screenshotted yeah. scenes for sure. This is like the one time I relate to Miranda a lot. They look, they all look so good, honestly. They all look so good. Like, I, th- Samantha and Carrie are not dressed for a Yankee game. I love But they them. look good. And Charlotte's trying her be- her hardest. Yeah. She's like, I think this might be appropriate to wear to a Charlotte, baseball game. Charlotte at least looks, like, comfortable. Yeah. Um, Carrie asks if they have hot cocoa, which I thought was funny. Or is that Charlotte? No, it was, it was Carrie. <laughs> that is so silly. <laughs> and... Samantha's like, I can barely see him. Why are we sitting all the way up here? She's such a seat snob. Yeah, she's like, I'm not poor. (laughs) She's like, like, who the hell bought these tickets? She's like, I'm not broke. What's the deal? And then we get the the Giuliani line. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Yankee games are so much fun. They just this looks this feels good watching. The thing is about a baseball game, really any live sport. Being with friends and a little bit of alcohol and grub like this make it much make it. more enjoyable. Yeah, you can't go alone. I I mean, you probably could if you were a huge fan, but I would just say like all of these things that they're doing right now at this game makes live sports so much more enjoyable. When, like when we went to the hockey game. Yes, and we were and we like... trash. There was maybe 10 people in that entire Yeah. Room. But we had the best fucking time. <laughs> and some guy behind me started leave- screaming at me. I'm like, dude, there's about 150,000 open <laughs> seats in this fucking arena. And you're bitching about me singing along to Shania Twain. Get your ass up and How sit can Shania else. Twain come on and you don't start singing along? 
That guy was like, sit down, put your feet down, sit down. He was like hollering at me. I'm like, dude, they're down by like 12 points. It's not that serious. It's a fucking like double A hockey game. He needs to shut up. I hate him. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Okay. I have watched this episode so many times that it's like literally just burned in my brain. Same. Samantha pulls a piece of her hot dog off and says to Carrie, how would you like to make love to this every night? And Carrie goes, is it kosher? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And then we get the line. Don't make me laugh. It's so fucking cute. It's just... It's so cute. It's That's one of those moments in this episode where they just... It feels authentic. Which is why, damn, Kim Cattrall's such a good actress because she hates these bitches. It feels... She's the best actress on this show. Without a doubt. She's the best actress on this show. She is on another level to the point I believe her character so much that... She made us believe she was friends with these bitches. Yes. She's such a good actress. Meanwhile, Miranda's just screaming at the fucking team. She's like, yeah, And like screaming stats at the girls. And they're like, we don't care. She's such a dyke. Miranda, the guy can't hear you, but I'm the same at hockey games. I literally oh, yeah. call her at hockey games. Yeah, you have to. But she's such a dyke here saying these random stats. <laughs> None of them know what she's talking about. At all. Nor do they care. They don't and then, care at all. The new Yankee hits a fly ball up into the stands. Carrie looks freaking amazing with she these looks sunglasses so good. and this fur coat. I'm Miranda, like, I'm, she's in tries, her fur coat era. Miranda tries to catch it. She tries to, but does not. It falls on the ground, and then Carrie picks it up. And, and it's hers. And meanwhile, behind them, Charlotte spills popcorn all over Samantha. <laughs> and in her beer. <laughs> she's so dumb. Um, it's just like they look. Oh god, they look like they're having so much fucking fun. Did you notice something about Miranda? What? She's wearing a Fendi coat. She's so bougie. She is. That coat is some. That coat is just iconic. How, then she dresses like shit the rest of the episode. What's going on with her? I don't know. Patricia Fields, what's happening? I think you know what I think. Miranda has very low self esteem, and it. Oh yeah, that's this whole episode. She, in moments where she feels confident, she looks amazing. Moments where she does not feel confident or is feeling insecure about something, she looks like shit. Yeah, she has no poker face in the same way Carrie does. I agree. But then Carrie flashes her press pass in the next scene to get them into the locker room area so they could get her ball signed by the new Yankee. Right. And Carrie looks, again, amazing. So sexy. So sickening. Like, her smile is just so radiant. Her coat looks amazing. Her hair is perfect long curly just like i don't give a fuck and then her sunglasses which these gold ray-ban aviator sunglasses are just one of the most iconic silhouettes for a pair of sunglasses in the world i still have mine and they're just amazing they're just and she's just like a little loose from the liquor yeah and she's like giggling and like flirty and she she tells the freaking baseball player hey could you hold these and hands him her sunglasses like um girl she just doesn't care she does not care and it's amazing i'm obsessed she's with it. such an it girl she is and the guy's like charmed by her immediately yeah the thing is she's like not being a dick she's just kind of like that and she's so naturally flirty yeah that she's just how could you not be charmed by her she just has that oomph. she has yeah. that little energy that je ne sais quoi i knew you were gonna say that because <laughs> she does it's just she like does. there's no other way to put it there she's isn't. so chic yeah she is and then he signs and she even the ball says, she even says to him i think baseball's a little dull yeah she's right like, to his fucking face the fucking newest player on the fucking team which he, which is probably why he's even into her because she's like not a chaser yeah she's not chasing him she just thinks nothing she's yeah she's like whatever you're cute you're just some guy who plays baseball yeah miranda but, um, meanwhile <laughs> is like i can't believe this miranda's like geeking out She's freaking out. And also when Carrie says that she's literally going to ask him to the party, Miranda's like, you can't just ask him. Girl, maybe if you weren't such a scaredy cat with low self-confidence. You would have a cute, you would be able to ask out the cute Yankee too. She's shocked that Carrie did that. She's stupefied. Like she is literally dumbfounded. She can't believe it. Yeah. It's like, girl, just have a fucking set of balls. Yeah. But it is cute that Carrie running over to him. It's I love it. Very cute. And then I love the sequence that comes after that of the different interviews with everybody. Like, how do you get over a breakup? Yeah. Or like, what I is, love what's that the rules scene. to getting over a breakup? And that one guy is like, 
do whatever you got it. Buy her presents. Go show up at her house. Whatever you got to do, but don't sign a motherfucking thing. <laughs> yeah. And then the other guys like don't cry because then if you get back with her, you're the guy who cried. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. But yeah, I I love all these little like interstitials we get because we don't get them for much longer. I also it's like a, a nice crossover from the first season where i don't like when the camera stops and there's like labels on the screen and shit yeah like it just this is a good middle ground it feels like a very good middle ground agreed i Um, wish they had kept this style for longer me too i think i would have liked this because it kind of it's kind of like interviews for her column in a way yes exactly it feels more but it also feels more fluid yeah it's not as heavy-handed like 100 percent. we don't need the guy's name and job you know yeah, I, I, I enjoy it a lot more. Agreed. And they're, they're funnier. They are funnier. They feel like random portraits of people, not like super specific, like we need to know who this character is, you know? Yeah, because it's like, why do I care? Right. And then um, she shows, she goes back home and she's getting ready for the Dolce Gabbana party and she accidentally bumps into a picture of her and Big that she forgot she had. Oh. Devastating. This... Post breakup, finding a photo or finding anything like any kind of memento, when, it can really ruin raw, your day when it's really still raw. Yeah, Ugh. it can fucking ruin your day. Her, her has quote, that ever happened to you? It has. Same. Her quote was so real, and I felt it in my heart and soul. She says, "Destroy all pictures where he looks sexy and I look happy." Oh God, yeah. I felt Everything. that in my fucking soul. At the number of times I've felt that, like you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll go back and look at old pictures, and thankfully, like yeah. by now, I've deleted all pictures of any Same. of my exes. Me too. But back in the day, I would like stumble across one in my like, it's photos. It's like nostalgic self harm. Yeah, it's bad. It's like why would it? Why the fuck did I even just do that? Yeah, I definitely had a, a, a pattern of doing that too for a long time, but thankfully, I am beyond that now. I've broken that pattern. Thank yes. God. Yes. Also, of us. we are in very committed partnerships so yeah we're just in better places in our lives like even if i wasn't in a relationship right now i still don't think i would go and do that yeah i don't think i would be either good i'm proud thankfully no um charlotte and carrie go to the party and charlotte brings one date and carrie brings the yankee and charlotte's date has this thing where he keeps adjusting his balls at the party yeah look sometimes you gotta I like I can't I don't have anything else to add. Sometimes you just gotta adjust. Yeah. This man's doing it a lot. I don't get why they lot. make such a fuss about it. Yeah, like is he doing it a lot? Yeah, it's a little weird. You're in public, but like I get it. I think if he just did it one time, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. One hundred percent. But it is like a noticeable thing. He's also kind of annoying. Yeah, when he's talking about his music thing. It's like just let people not be interested in something. Right, like, the other guy never said he didn't really like jazz. He just said that he it's had not never listened to Miles Davis and that it wasn't his thing. Yeah, he's like, it's just not my thing. And he's like, oh, well, I'll give you this. Like, no, let it, just relax, Diva. Yeah. Chill. You can like it. Yeah, exactly. I will say, like, though, like, there's certain things that I just, like... I, I find myself shocked when some people say certain things. Well, yeah, I'm going to judge you, but I'm going to do it quietly to myself. That's nice of you. You know, like, yeah. I'm going to, or I'm going to talk shit later with my friends. Right. Like, can you believe that person doesn't like McDonald's? Yeah. For or me? someone tells me like, oh, I don't like Moonstruck. I'm like, okay, well, your opinion is completely invalid. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to take what you say for anything other than a grain of salt but i'm gonna text my friends later and be like oh my god this fucking idiot (laughs) what a loser you know i just like yeah leave it be but this the yankee is so charming though he's very charming he's very chill guy he has taurus vibes yeah he's he's a good energy for carrie he's just calm quiet happy confident not really doesn't he's not he's not he doesn't seem like he's expecting a lot. Right. And he doesn't even seem like... He doesn't seem like starstruck or like... People don't seem starstruck by him. Like he's no. just, you know, a nice, normal guy. Because he's also still the new kid on the block. It's not like she's dating like the captain. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like there's a certain level of like rookie fame that he has, but he's not like... He's not the most famous player. Right. 
where there's a certain level of, oh my God. Right, he's just a new kid on the block. He's not really super famous yet, and I think yeah. that works for Carrie because he is attractive and he is a little bit well known. Like she ends up on page six because of it, but yeah. he, he's not a celebrity yet. So she's they're like, almost similar levels of famous within New York. Yes, which is why I think they ma- they are a good match for each other at this point because like yeah, the two of them on their own isn't enough to get them in page six but combined their powers are page six right so carrie says that she spent way too much money on her dress for the party and she thinks she sees big but she doesn't and And she looks so good she looks so good the dress was definitely worth the money and then samantha literally says the exact same thing the next morning at brunch um she so carrie didn't see big the party ends. she kisses the yankee goodbye and then the next day they all get brunch to kind of debrief yeah. And um, Miranda was like, she's like, Miranda gonna, throws a fit. Yeah. Miranda's going to, Miranda's like, okay, I'm going to go get the bill. And Charlotte's like, oh my God, you're in page six. And she looks at the picture and they look good together. And Samantha's like, that dress just paid for itself, which like, I totally agree with her. I 100% agree. She looked amazing in that color, that nice cerulean. Yeah. Like, it was. And really- with her hair, it's, it's just so beachy. Yes. And Miranda tries to change the subject by talking about her Palm Pilot, which is just which, deranged. Like, who gives a fuck? Nobody cares, girl. That was the worst possible like change in conversation that you could have done. Yeah, it's just so unserious. But she's right about what she says about Big. She's like, why are we still talking about him? He hurt her. She's totally right. She's totally right. I think she's right. right to an extent. Because it's like, most of the time it's Carrie bringing it up. Which is her right to do as, like, the person who got hurt. That's true. You know, it's not like, like, it's not like Carrie's the one saying, like, hey, guys, like, let's not talk about it anymore. And then Miranda kind of backing her up. It's like Miranda's own insecurities she's projecting, I feel like. Because Carrie's not the one who's annoyed by it being brought up. She is the one bringing it up. Yeah, she's not annoyed by it because she's still working through it. Right. New Yankee or not, like... As we see throughout the episode, like, at the end, she more or less says the same thing. Like, it just takes some time. Right. And then, Miranda, you know what I don't get, though, about this scene? Miranda is always the one who's the most bothered when they talk about, like, men or other things like that. When they act vapid or when they act kind of shallow, like, Fashion. When she's just as shallow. Fashion, boys, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what show do you think you're on? Yeah, it's like, you know these women. You've known them for The show a, is presumably. called Sex in the City. You're supposed to be best friends with them. They talk and about also, it all the time. You've been friends with them for what I'm assuming is like a decade at least. Yeah. These are your only real friends you hang out with. Why are you acting brand new? I don't get it. It's just in, like, and wearing, you're wearing a stupid little hat. I hate Miranda. That hat. It's crazy. It's so bad. Like, like why is she so it, mad? Pull it further onto your head or don't wear it. Because she's also, she's just as shallow. She's just as vapid. It's just that she's, it's her, literally like, she's the kid on the uh, on the playground who's like, well, it's my ball. We, <laughs> we play, I want to play by my rules or not at all. So it's okay when she's complaining about boys, guys she's dating. But like when the girls are having, like when Carrie's going through a serious breakup. Like, this is the only time where I really feel like it's okay to talk about men as much as they do. Yeah, because it's like Carrie's going through... A, she was with this guy for a year. She just broke up with him a month ago. That's Let so her fresh. fucking go yeah, through it. Yeah, it's so fresh. Like, she needs to talk about it. It's not like it's a year later and she's still bitching about it. She's I mean, she cunty. will be. Miranda's being yeah. cunty. She's just being a brat. Yeah. And then um miranda gets so fed up that she literally leaves and i'm like good goodbye because you're annoying me. you're a loser you're in your loser mode period and then we cut to samantha and she's of course having sex she's trying to make this relationship work god bless she, her she's trying to make this sexual relationship work samantha is putting in a lot of effort more than she probably should the guy doesn't yeah. i mean although she could have had a conversation with him and been like your dick well is yeah small. she could have been honest but it's like because it's is it not appropriate to talk about? I've never dated a man. Or I've never talked about that with a man before. I mean, like, I don't know. I I guess for some people, yeah. Some people are really self-conscious about that type of thing. Okay. 
That makes sense. I, but it's also like if you're in a relationship with someone, you should be honest with them about something like that. Like especially about sex and how like integral that is to you and your relationship. Yeah, like, I mean, she's the kind of person who this really matters to her. Yeah. That I feel like the Samantha that I know, at least, probably would have just talked about it with them. And I think the thing is, is, like, he's a nice guy and he's good to her. Oh. So she doesn't want to hurt his feelings, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he isn't, like, a douchebag. He's just, like, a sweetie who happens to, like, not be able to do what she, this thing she needs. Yeah. But I don't know. But she they're trying. She's trying. He's trying. Samantha's coaching is funny (laughs) it's so funny it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole show i agree it's really funny she's she's just like not subtle not subtle at all and the guy is oblivious the guy is a completely nice guy but he's totally oblivious to what she's doing i think he thinks that she's just trying to like be a little bit more in control or something like like he seems receptive to it and reacts positively to every single thing yeah he's he's listening she's giving him instructions and she's listening Right. I think um, her just pulling out the vibrator is crazy. And then he's like, um, what is that? And she's like, my vibrator. And he's like... I thought it'd be fun. And he's like, it's more fun with just us. Like, girly, talk to him! Yeah, let him know that you. this is something you need. Yeah, just tell him the truth. I need this right now. And it's also just, like, crazy to bring that, whip it out. Right, like... Without I letting him know. He kind of deserved a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for her. But you know what? A for effort. A for effort. They look, they look, they make a cute couple. Yes, he's very handsome. But it's just, it's clear that she, like, he's not going to be able to give her what she needs. No, he's more handsome than Charlotte's boyfriend who acts crazy. I agree. He's insane. Okay, let's move on to that. So Charlotte buys her man a new pair of underwear. And she tells him, like, they're, they're super supportive. There's something about the pouch that is, like... Yeah, she says they're, like a, sport, like, a, like, a push-up bra for men. And then the guy's reaction is totally excessive. He's, like... It reminds me of the guy from SpongeBob with the diet Dr. Kelp. Yes, it's like, exactly that. That's such a good way to put it. He's calm at first, but then he spirals out of control. He's he like, flips out. Yeah. And, like, I can understand... Like, I don't think she did anything wrong. Me either. No, she got him a gift. I mean, and a he nice doesn't gift. know. What he was doesn't it? know what the motives are. No, Barney's. Barney's. Okay. Yeah, expensive. It is crazy that they haven't had sex yet, and they've only been dating three weeks, and she did this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I would say after sex, I would ex- be more receptive of this. Well, un- yeah, because underwear is kind of an inherently it's intimate gift. Yeah, it's, it's intimate. intimate. Yeah. So I would say if they had been having sex already, I wouldn't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy, I mean, at all. Yeah. He's re- he's overreacting. He definitely is. But I would assume, like, if he was like, well, that's a little weird, I would be more understanding of his reaction. But he went off the deep end. He went off the deep end. He's like, we haven't even had sex yet, and you're buying me underwear? <laughs> and he, like, freaks Underwear's out. Underwear's so expensive. Like, He should have just accepted the gift and... And he's not cute enough to be acting like this. Why did he not just lay her down and fuck her right then and there? Yeah, like, that she's nice also, gift. she's down to fuck you. It's yeah. not that she doesn't want to fuck you. Yeah, from what I can tell. Like, she was just making out with you. Obviously, mm-hmm. she, and she's inviting you to her bedroom. Like, babe, the the, the, the signs are there. She's She gave you a gift, a, a pair of underwear as a gift. Um, She cares about what's in your pants. I don't get his reaction at all. The more either. we're talking about it, the more weird it seems. It is to me. so kooky, but I guess it's like you need to make a point of why they break up, like yeah. his kookiness. Yeah. And then we in the voiceover, uh, Carrie says that Charlotte was over him in exactly a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and true to form, she was over him in a week and a half because that's her so math. Funny. Very it's her funny. math, and you know what? Good for her. I liked that they circled back around to that and capped it at the end of the episode. Yeah, because we don't see Charlotte or Samantha again for the rest of the episode. Right. We wrap on Carrie and Miranda. Yes, which is good. A good way to end it. Miranda's next scene, she has never looked more like a lesbian. She's wearing overalls, a baseball hat. She looks nuts here. She looks... Why is she dressing like a member of Criss Cross? She literally just looks so gay and very 90s. Yeah. Everything does not fit. She sees her ex with the woman that apparently he left her for. And she freaks out and runs like Phoebe Buffay. And yeah. 
<laughs> like she just looks so kooky and weird when she runs oh away. Oh my like god, that. that's one of my favorite fucking jokes in Friends. Me too. She runs like Kermit the Frog. Oh my god. But Wait, yeah, she is looks. It Rachel that runs funny or Phoebe? Phoebe, Phoebe runs, runs funny. funny. Rachel, Rachel says that Rachel that, that Phoebe, Phoebe runs, runs like Kermit funny. the Frog. Yes, yeah. Okay. But I yeah, that's such a good comparison. That's exactly how she's running. And yeah, she like bugs out. She's just shocked by it. Yeah. Which I look, the first time seeing your ex, we see that in the next scene too with Carrie. Rough. So hard. Scary, brutal. It's not easy. So you don't I don't even know I what have to say. empathy for it. You don't it. sometimes you don't say anything. Yeah. I have a lot of empathy for it. Yeah. And it, it teaches Miranda a good lesson on how to be a better friend. And how to be humble. Yeah. She acts like she's all high and mighty, like, I'm over a guy and I don't care anymore. Once I'm over, I, him, have I don't the think same about him. exact note. Like, she just, like, she needs, she got knocked off her pedestal. She thought yes. that she was high and mighty for always being over the guy fast and, like, not thinking about him after the breakup and blah, blah, blah. But then she was confronted with him and the first thing she did was freak out and get super... Hide. She yeah, hid. she hid. So, she's not who she thinks she is. Yeah. Or not who she wants to be, maybe. Yeah, and it, 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 it's, a, it's a necessary evil for her to be there at the end for Carrie. Right. So right, the very second to last scene is Carrie goes out with another on another date with the Yankee, and they're talking and whatever and playing a little game at the bar. Throwing, I think they're p- throwing peanuts at each other. Yeah, or he's like teaching her dugout stuff. Right, and all of a sudden Carrie sees Big in the back of the room and she like locks eyes with him Freezes. and they they stare at each other for a while and the Yankee just looking at her like, what are you looking at? Yeah, he's just like letting her kind of have her moment. And then he, and then Big walks up to Carrie and is like, hey, how have you been and stuff. And Carrie looks good here. Yeah, she looks really good. I almost feel like she looked better in the first scene, though. I think so, too, but she looks more like... Put together here. Every day here. Yeah. And you, and she try, and I think she feels like she probably tried harder for this outfit than she did for the one in the opening scene. So that's probably a kind. It comes back to yeah, looking how you feel versus feeling how you look, sort of. One hundred percent. And they like kind of have this connection moment where like you can tell they kind of miss each other. And he yeah. puts his hand on her shoulder, and like the world slows down for a second. Yeah, it like warps. Yeah, and. At this moment, I literally paused it and texted my family group chat and was like, what does Carrie see in Big? Because my mom loves Big, although recently that's... she's told me that she doesn't like him anymore and she understands well, why I hate him. Like, she's she's finally, like, gotten off of that. Yeah, but, like, I don't understand. What she sees in him. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I don't get it. And then... She immediately leaves the bar, like, a little bit later after seeing him with the Yankee. And they kiss, but then she starts crying. And she's like, I gotta go. Like, don't follow me. Leave me alone. And he's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. And, I, like, I feel bad for the Yankee here, but I understand where Carrie's coming from. Right. Me too. I mean, and I understand, like, but no. Well, the breakup's still fresh, but I also feel like... I'm the kind of person who's maybe a little bit more vindictive than Carrie. And I think I would have wanted to like play up my relationship after seeing my ex and maybe even yeah. more play it up more in front of him. Yeah. To be like, I'm over you, even though I'm not like sending that message. Of, after like, like the third breakup, I think that's where she lands. Yeah. But I think the power dynamic is still so uh, uneven here for them. Yeah. Where she's still just kind of like, shell-shocked by a breakup you know yeah but yeah she looks sad it's really a bummer to see her crying like this. i hate seeing her cry yeah it hurts but my heart she gets to a payphone and she calls someone she calls someone she's like hey it's me can you meet me at our spot and the fake out is that we think she's meeting big but of course it's actually miranda yeah miranda's sitting there with a huge smile on her face and it's like of course she's meeting miranda it's like Miranda is her most level-headed, rational friend, and she always tells it like it is. Yeah. She needs that kind of, like, almost tough love. Yeah. In this moment, she needs it. Sometimes Miranda gives it to her when she doesn't want it or need it, and it comes across really... Mean. Yeah. And Miranda admits she's wrong, and that she she explains what happened with her uh, today, seeing her ex, Eric, I think is his name. Yeah. And they just kind of have a moment, 
of like take the time you need it, it's not they understand easy. each it's, other it's not a science and carrie says she's like the fries are cold and miranda just goes so so and they and keep eating them it's such a sweet moment yeah it is. it's such a subtle thing it is a very subtle thing it's like we don't care if the food is co- like it, it goes we just beyond- need to be with each other yeah yep like this is a soulmate situation yeah and then Carrie gives good advice. It's like, you know what? No matter how long breakups take to get over, the most important thing is like being getting through it with your friends. It's so fucking true. There's it's so many. It's such good advice. Like you need your friends in those moments. Yes. It's so necessary to like have that support system in that type of scenario, especially a serious relationship like that. I have been, the number of breakups I've been through were the only, like I would literally just like, if it weren't for my friends, I would be... I don't know where I'd be. I would be. You gave me the best advice I've ever gotten after a breakup. Are you serious? Yeah, that I still live by to this day. I'm touched. What was the advice? Well, it was about senior show. If you remember that. Oh yes, I remember that. Inviting my ex to it. Yeah. And you basically told me, "Well, you're gonna regret it either way, so you might as well take the chance." (laughs) Oh my god, I I live by that advice too. Yeah, and you literally you told me that while we were setting up your show stuff. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, you're right. Like, I might as well take the plunge. And if I regret it, I regret it. But at least I tried. Yes. And now I, that's like, when I moved to Philly, that was my thought process. When I moved to Maine, when I messaged Tony on Twitter. Like, oh God. I live by, I fully, I give that advice to people now. And I'm like, my best friend told me this once. And I like stick, I live by it. I live by that advice in my personal life. I apply it to my life so often. And when yeah, other people I are conflicted it's... before between a decision... I'm like, look. Do the scary thing. Yeah. More often than not, I, I encourage them to do the scary thing. And I'm like, look, let me put it this way. You're scared to do it. And the number one reason you're scared of it is because of rejection. The worst yes. thing somebody can say is no. And at least you tried and got that no. But if you didn't try, you would be telling yourself no before even knowing if the exactly. other person would say no. So it's like. You have to try because you're never going to know unless you try. And it sounds so simple and stupid no, to say it like true, that. Though. But it's literally the truest. Like, you just have to. I 100% agree. And, like, literally, that advice you gave me, what, five years ago? Yes. I apply it every week, probably. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to hear that. I love that. Yeah. But it's, it's, this is exactly that, too. It's like, you, I, if I didn't, if you didn't give me that advice, I don't know what, like, uh, how different my life would be. Sometimes you just need your friends to get you through it. And sometimes you need somebody to like, like if they, if sometimes they are the only people who have the advice that you need to hear in that moment. And I think Carrie knew that Miranda was that person. So exactly. And especially because like your friends have been through similar stuff to you probably because you're assumed you're in the same age bracket, like whatever. So it's like you had been through breakups and stuff and hard stuff like that. So you gave me advice that you had used. Yeah. That worked for you. So it's like Miranda's been through this already. Carrie needs her. Yep. You oh, need that kind gosh. of like, hey, I survived this. It's not easy. Yeah. But I did, and you will too. It was just a perfect way to end that episode in my Yeah, opinion. it's such a good episode. It's such a good moment for Carrie and Miranda this episode. Yep. And it really solidifies them as like as close as they are throughout the rest of the series. I agree. And it's it like especially because Mar- Miranda's so annoying in this episode, but at the end, it's you you're more endeared to her and you're softer with her. Yes. Because you do understand like oh she's acting out because she's like insecure and upset and like she's been through enough shit on her own. Exactly. Like it gives you a more you give her more you, grace by the end of it, and you it's get such a, a better episode. picture of Miranda who she is. Yeah. She might yeah, act really like she's do. all tough and like act like she's not a vulnerable person, but she really deeply is. And yeah. she, it's only when she's confronted by the things that make her feel insecure that we see her vulnerability. Other 100%. than that, she's like stony and hard and very cold towards the others. Yeah. But then when she get, is knocked off her pedestal either by like her environment or another person or even by her own self is when we see her be, act a little bit more human. Yeah, she she needs her. She almost needs to get like knocked down a peg to re- like to be to normal. Be kind. Yeah. yeah, to like... She needs an outer force to break down her wall so then she can be normal with her friends. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. like, hey, whatever it takes, it's what is whatever. But it is nice to see her kind of get knocked back a step. 
and realized, fuck, I'm being an asshole to my friend. I should just be there for her. Right. Yeah, I love this episode. Great episode. I'm so fucking glad you picked this episode. Me too, but I'm really excited to keep going. Do you know what episode we're doing next? Yes, let me look quick. I'm never prepared. I know. We always ask each other and neither (laughs) of us is ever prepared. No, you think at this point I would know. Uh, This is my second episode. It's season two, episode four. And it's the episode with the iconic single and fabulous magazine cover. Oh my god, love... Love this episode. Very excited to talk about it. Can't Please wait. watch it before next week. Please. This is another iconic one that gets it's like... It's an iconic talk- one. You have to watch yeah. it. Honestly, just like just watch all the episodes as we talk about them. Yeah, like if you haven't been doing that, you're missing Sex in the City is such a... Is such a it's so different than all the other stuff we've watched. I would... Now let me let me let me walk this through before I before you come come at me on this. Okay. I would say the compared to everything else we've watched, I would compare it most to Gilmore Girls because everything is so low stakes. Mm. It's so day in life, like situational. Yep. And like interpersonal. So watching it is so necessary because there aren't these big, like Grey's Anatomy. There aren't train explosions and bombers and bullets and all this stuff there are big musical numbers and shit like there is in glee it's like it's just interpersonal conflict so watching it is so necessary to like actually understand right so i would i would say please watch next week and then we'll get to we'll get into it we can't wait to listen to it um we can't wait to hear what y'all think so yes i'm so excited um and thank you for listening Thank you so much. Follow us on all the social media and things yes. of the sort. Yes. Review. Tell your friends. Let us know. We've had weirdly, we've had we had like a weird influx of people. It looked like like mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. So it looks like more people are finding our our show and we're yeah. Really if your friends like Sex in the City, if your mom likes Sex in the City, send her the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a mom friendly podcast. This is a this is a mom and auntie friendly podcast. Especially moms. Yes, like we we are pro mom generally, unless they're annoying. Yeah. But we are we are talking about some serious mom television right here. So we really are. Get them involved. I can't think of a single mom who doesn't watch at least one of the shows we've talked about so far. Maybe Glee. Yes. Maybe Glee, yeah. But even then, like, I'm sure someone's mom. Definitely. Someone's mom is a Glee. If your mom is a Glee. Or maybe you're listening to this and you are a mom or a parent who watched Glee. Because that's possible. I mean, I'm about to be 30 this year and I watched Glee. Yeah. If you are a parent who was dragged to Glee Live, please DM us. <laughs> yeah, I you may be he- entitled to compensation. Yeah, I want to hear about that experience. <laughs> All right. Talk to y'all soon. Thanks for bye listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died. <laughs>